You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you uh, want to be on the Strictly Anonymous podcast, I was going to say the whole Twitter thing because I always start off with that and strictly I do that out of habit because I barely fucking tweet anymore. So basically I'm doing the opposite of what I should do in these days, which is become more interested or more into my social media. I've become less like I never do my Twitter. I mean, my Facebook, I used to do Twitter a lot. I don't even do that. And that's because I'm a new mom. My son is too, but I'm st- it's still fucking new. And I'm a mom. And I don't know. I just can't do it. But I know that that's bad. So maybe I'll get to it. So you could follow me at Strict Anonymous or at Cartoon Therapy on Twitter. You could go to my website, which is strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Uh, if you want to be on the show, this is a call and advice show where I talk to total strangers about all kinds of things. Their private lives, their secret lives, their naughty lives, their problems. I love to give people advice. Like I swear to you, like I, if you just want to call in because like your boyfriend dumped you and your friends are sick of hearing about it and you still want to vent, you could call me up. I'll have you on the show because that kind of shit is like very common. And I feel like, you know, it's great to have those kind of episodes because people, you know, when they're going through it, love to, you know, hear about other people being miserable too. <laughs> and if you want to hear about other people being miserable, because you're going through relationship problems, you could buy my book. Uh, go to my website, click on buy the book. It is uh, called The Cartoon Misadventures of a Total Train Wreck. And basically, it's a bunch of short stories. It's all of my relationships, and every single one of them is bad. Uh, they all go horribly wrong, and they're all true. So it'll make you feel better about yourself <laughs> and your relationships. Just read my book. Buy it and read it. Uh, what else? I have on a guy named Alex today who's into pantyhose and wrestling and the pantyhose thing I've had on before it's just such a hot topic I have to tell you that every time I get a pantyhose guy on my show I get other ones emailing me to be on and talk about it um so I had him on and of course because even though they have the same fetish everybody sort of lives it out in a different way and talk about it their experiences are what gets them off in a different way so you know he brings that to the table we talk about all different things and how like the pantyhose thing sort of plays out in his life as well as in his marriage and in his dating life before he got married we also talk about this whole thing about wrestling because that's kind of like where it all started and a lot of things that he told me about wrestling I mean like I think there's always like that joke that is just like it kind of has like homo undertones like it's like sort of right um wrestling right don't people always think that kind (laughs) of and he's here to say that yeah uh uh-huh I mean he's not bi at all is what he says in this podcast but he definitely uh was turned on by wrestling and we talk a lot about that that was interesting to me because I don't know I think people always like allude to it but I've never really heard anybody cop to it and I wonder if it's just him because he's into tights and pantyhose and so you know put that in the physical contact and uh, whatever and it turns him on but maybe other guys it doesn't I don't know but he seems to think that other guys were getting turned on too so I'm curious about that so if you're listening right into the show and tell me your story (laughs) but anyway so 
He's in pantyhose, he's into wrestling. And let me just tell you, I taped this podcast a while ago. And recently, I reached out to everybody asking for updates because I'm going to be doing a Where Are They Now segments all in January, which I typically do, uh, where I have on guests that, uh, you know, all the people that came on my show for the past year, I get them to call in and give updates of what's going on in their scenario now. And let me tell you, Alex's update was really fucking interesting. And I was actually going to put it on the end of this podcast because I'm airing his podcast right so close to the update, but I'm like, no way, I'm going to make you wait because it's good and that's what stupid tv shows do to me like they don't give me the end right away they make me wait a whole week it's so irritating (laughs) i fucking hate that shit but i think it works so i'm just gonna make you wait to the where are they now episode to hear where this story goes because it took a fucking left-hand turn i for me at least and i tend to think that i i kind of pat myself on the back all the time saying how great I am at reading people and sort of knowing the situation. But I didn't really see this other side of him that comes out on the update show. So it's really interesting. But uh, I can't tell you about that. You're going to have to wait for that episode, but it'll be in January. Um, But for now, you could get the backstory on the update uh, and hear all about, like I said, his pantyhose fetish as well as uh, his whole thing that went down wrestling when he was younger so stay tuned for my call with alex i mean i'll be right back with alex do you have a story lifestyle or situation you can't talk about to anyone to anyone or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show well strictly anonymous wants to hear from you send us an email strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. All right. Hey, Alex. Welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You're on with Kathy. How are you doing today? I'm very good. How are you? I'm good. So you're another pantyhose guy. I I really need to, like, I mean, I say this all the time that it's, like, a very, like, like, widely, uh, what would be the right word? Like, widely experienced fetish or widely... What is the what would I what would be the word? I'm gonna have to tape this over. I'm not even gonna edit Wide, it out because I'm so retarded. Desired. desired fetish or something? I don't know that and feet. And I haven't had on a foot fetish guy in so long. I used to have one on this one guy who came on very very early on my podcast. And I feel like if I had a foot fetish guy on, I'd have as million people emailing me afterwards as well, and then I'd have like ten thousand foot guys. So I just always after I air these. Or just always, I always have pantyhose guys emailing me because it really is a big thing that people are into. More guys than you know, right? And you're another guy and you had found my podcast, I'm assuming, because you went Googling for pantyhose stuff? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I did. And uh, I listened to a couple of them. It's funny, too, because for the longest time, uh, I was absolutely positive that I was the only guy in the planet that ever wore pantyhose. Um, but with the advent of the internet, it's amazing. You find uh, like people very easily. And, you know, in a way, isn't that like so, you know, freeing? And doesn't that make you feel so much better about yourself? Because you did, like before the internet, right? And before you could sort of 
you know, get the fact that like other people are just like you, like you, you would live maybe sometimes like feeling very shameful about the things that you were into or whatever, you know, I think sometimes people, oh. right. It sometimes work the opposite way. Some people, I think they think that they're just so much more interesting than they really are. And then you go online and then now you go online and you can find out that everyone's thinking the same shit. So many people have your same problems. You're just not really that unique, you know, like <laughs> a lot of people are like a lot of people, right? Like we're all kind of the same yeah, and different. I- yeah. Yeah, but, but it was comforting to me to find that, because uh, I really thought that, man, I was like the only person that was into this, and it was it was kind of a weird feeling, but now it's amazing how many guys are into pantyhose. It's unbelievable. It really is. It's like I said, when I go on Craigslist, I see so many ads for, about, you know, when I'm just looking for people to call in about pantyhose, when I'm looking under fetishes. And then I have so many people just randomly emailing me. Most of my pantyhose, I think I, maybe I got one pantyhose guy from going on to Craigslist. And then after that, it was like all people that emailed me like, hey, I'm also into pantyhose. And I get that because like I said, I look on Craigslist and I scroll through hundreds of ads, you know, all over. And I'm always seeing tons for pantyhose and tons for feet. And to me, those are like the very sort of lightweight fetishes compared to other things. Things, but each one I think could go in different degrees, right? Like I've had like, and I don't know where you stand in the degrees of pantyhose fetish thing, because like I've had one guy who actually emailed me recently and wanted to do a part two, who was like really hardcore into pantyhose. Like, I mean, he would put them on top of his head and like jerk off and stuff. Like, I mean, he had all <laughs> kinds of stuff that he was into when it came to pantyhose. And then I've had like, a, like my last guy on who was like pretty much as like, I would say as tame as you would get when it came to pantyhose. I don't even know that he wore them that much. He was more into women wearing them. But it just shows that even within the whole specific fetish, there's all kinds of people, right? Because you could have different degrees of it or you're into it in different ways. I don't know how you're into it and where you are on that scale. Like, what would you say you are? I would say I'm pretty into it. I mean, I wear them. I really like to wear them. uh, But I also love them on women, too. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's both for me. No, but I mean, like, how hardcore, do, like, because I've had, like, guys that, like, are stealing pantyhose from, like, I mean, that one guy was, like, I think the one with the hand jobs, like, he was stealing pantyhose from his sister-in-law, and, like, I mean, it was, like, pretty, uh, I would say, you know, not as tame as somebody that just, like, likes to see women in them, you know what I mean? He was doing all kinds of crazy things, which was interesting, you know, but ever whatever. Um, how, when did you start getting, when did you realize that you were like into pantyhose? Uh, it was pretty, it was in grammar school, like sixth or seventh grade. I, I really recognized that I loved, uh, you know, tights or pantyhose on, on girls' legs. And, uh, it just kind of grew from there. But I remember all the way back to probably like sixth grade. Liking the pantyhose, and it would be like a sexual turn on for you, like when you were like when you started to like sort of get off by yourself and like jerk off and stuff. Like, would you use like girls in pantyhose as like a fantasy? Yeah, I I actually uh, well, I had I had a, a sister, mm-hmm. so I could I I wound up you know obviously stealing her pantyhose and using her pantyhose, and I would put them on. Because I, I, I love the way they looked on women, but I was like dying to try them on. Mm-hmm. So one day, I, one day I took hers and in private, and I tried them on, and uh, then it became pretty much a regular thing where I would uh, put them on and get myself off. 
Right. So just having them also on your body and on your legs would be a turn on as well. Yeah, because I love the way they feel wearing them, and I love the way they look. So yeah, as soon as I as soon as I put them on, I was very turned on. And are you like mostly all of the pantyhose guys? Like you're very into the nude ones, or do you not care? Um, I I like uh, I really like suntan and black. Those are probably the two colors that do it for me. Oh, interesting, suntan. <laughs> yep. Not the nude. Yep. It's got to be like, I mean, isn't the suntan a little orangey? Um, it can be, but most of the time it's just, uh, it has like a nice shine to it. It's like what the Hooters girls wear, you know. Oh, kind of, right, right, right. That kind of color. Uh-huh. And so those, or black. And you would be interested in putting either one of those, besides just seeing girls in one of those colors. Or is Does that also apply to you, like when you're jerking off? Like you could do either the tan or the black for yourself? Yeah, yeah, those are the the two colors I have most pairs of. Now, I could imagine when you're sixth grade, right, and you're doing this behind anyone's back, and I'm assuming you're a little bit older, there wasn't no internet when you were younger, right? Um, Correct. You know, did you ever get caught or anything? I never got caught. Um, I was always pretty careful about... uh, Returning them? (laughs) Yeah, returning them and... uh, making sure that, you know, nobody was home and nobody was uh, supposed to be home. And that never, and you never got, you never got busted. No. Right. And so, and so you kept them on and like you were always wearing them and you would jerk off to them. And I mean, like, did you feel any shame about it? Were you confused about it? Like, because you know, you're pretty young, right? And like you said, there's no internet. So you think you're the only guy that likes to do this. So this is like your real secret, right? That only you know about yourself. Like, how did that make you feel? Like, did you feel shame about it? Or were you okay with it? Were you confused? Well, I liked it so much that I knew I wasn't going to stop. Um, I did feel, I did feel like, wow, you know, like I shouldn't be doing this. God, can you imagine if anybody ever found out I was putting on pantyhose and getting off? I figured, you know, that would be the end of the world. Um, so I, I felt, I did feel like, wow, this is like pretty outrageous. I shouldn't be doing this, but uh, it was such a turn on. There was no way that I was going to stop. Right. Did you ever wonder, like, are you gay? Are you bi? Are you straight? Like, what are you now anyway? I'm assuming because I think you said you no, like I'm, to I'm, see women in, in them. You're straight? Are you bi? Are you gay? Like, what are you? No, I can I consider myself straight. I, I never, ever had any doubt about that because uh, uh, I never... I never, I never wanted to do anything with a guy. Um, that never, that was never a concern of mine. I was like, oh my god, am I gay? No, I, I never had that thought. I was, I, I knew exactly where I stood, and I, I like women all the way. Right, and let me ask you this: Did you ever think like, oh, maybe I should, besides pantyhose, I should try on your sister, my sister's mini skirt or her high heels? Like, did it ever sort of go further as far as like totally dressing up as a woman, or did it always just stay with the pantyhose? No, the furthest it went because I do. I mean, I think it's very natural if you have a pantyhose fetish, you also like spandex, right? So, um, I I did. I get into leotards. I, I really love to wear a leotard with pantyhose. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's just an outrageous feeling because it's skin tight and it just feels and looks so good. So there's leotards, but never, never dresses, 
you know, bras, high heels, never, never any of that stuff. Right. So it doesn't really bleed into that. It really is its own specific thing. It's not like, oh, the gateway fetish <laughs> for like transgender people or something, right? Like it's not No, like, not at all. Because I, I like, and it's true because I, I mean, I've talked to maybe... I mean, this is how I do scientific studies. I talk to a couple of people and then I make a decision about the way things are. <laughs> but I'm like, from all the pantyhose people I spoke with, which is like five, like none of them ever sort of took it any farther than pantyhose. So it doesn't seem to be sort of tied into, you know, sort of people who are cross-dressers or whatever. There's not none of that going on. No, not a leotards as far as I went. Leotards, it's so weird that you say that word. I haven't heard that word in like 10 fucking years. Like not even 10 years, like 30 years. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? A leotard. <laughs> Maybe if I had a little girl, I would like remember that word. But like this is such a weird word now. Now that like, all right, so you never got caught. Like you were jerking off and doing that, but you knew you liked girls, right? And then you start dating girls at some point, I'm assuming, right? Like when, did you ever tell any of your girlfriends about this? No, the only girl I've ever told is... Uh, the girl I'm married to now. That's the only girl that I ever told. And uh, now I never had the nerve to tell anybody prior to that because I was so afraid of the reaction. Right, I could imagine. But like, let me ask you this. Were, did you ever go on dates? And like, when would you be wearing, like, uh, like how far did you take your wearing the pantyhose thing? Like, did you wear them out in public to school on dates? Or did you only do it when you were home and you were like ready to jerk off? You went and got your stash of like pantyhose jerked off and like put them back in the closet. Or did you wear them out in like your regular life? No, at that time, I only wore them to get off. Uh, years later, as I got older, then I started wearing them under my jeans. I'd wear them out and, uh, Stuff like that, but uh, at that time when I was dating, I no, I only wore them in private. Right, and then when you got older, is this after you were married and told your wife, or this was like no, this was even before you met her? No, it was even before I met my wife. I'd I'd, I'd wear them under my jeans during the winter time and things like that, um, uh, but. To stay warm, uh, I, or like because, like because of the warmth aspect of it, or because you just could and you wanted to. Uh, well, it it was it, first of all, it feels really good to wear them on like a really cold day under your jeans. Yeah, but honestly, I was just doing it because I love the way they feel on. So um, you know, I, if, if I could have uh, if if. During the summer, my wardrobe didn't con- you know, consist of mostly shorts. I would, uh, I probably would have worn them during the summer, but you know, it is kind of hot and uncomfortable. So it was mainly a winter time. Right, right, yeah, duh. Of course, I don't even know why. Right, I don't know why I didn't think of that. <laughs> um, I get it. So let me just ask you this: How long into like? So you're not telling anybody. You're living your whole life. Like, how old were you when you met your wife, the girl that you wound up marrying? Like, how old were you when you met her? Uh, early 20s. How old are you now? Uh, 50. So you've been ma- so you've been with her for a long time. How how like how long did it take you to actually tell did you tell her before you were married? Did you tell her after you were married? No, I told her before we were married. I I just you know, I was always waiting for the right situation uh to bring it up uh and Halloween's the perfect excuse to do it because the first Halloween that we were together we were discussing we were going to go to a costume party, mm-hmm. and we were kicking around what we were going to go as, 
And uh, I suggested, you know, that I go as uh, Superman. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was, you know, then, you know, I used that to say, hey, you know, I'm going to need a pair of tights. You know, can I do have a pair of tights? And, you know, she obviously did. And I tried them on. And then, you know, I kind of eased into it that, wow, these feel really good on. And we kind of took it from there until I admitted to her that I had worn them before and I really like wearing. And did she did she get freaked out by that? How long into so that was like the first Halloween that you guys were dating? Yeah, it was it was probably less than six months after I met her. Let um, me ask you this: before that, did you date a lot of girls? Um, not a, not a whole lot. I mean, I think you know probably like an average number, no, nothing excessive. No, because I'm just wondering, like, what made you feel like? What was it about her? You know, was it something about her or was it just where you were at in your life that made you feel comfortable enough to finally tell somebody about it? Because, you know, this is a girl that you just kind of met. It wasn't that deep into your relationship. So I'm wondering, did you never have a girl that you were like really close with and this was the first one that you did? Or maybe you just felt super comfortable with her. That's why she was the one that you wound up marrying or or you just felt ready at that time that you would have told anybody. Like, why tell her then? Well, because we, I think we got, pretty serious pretty fast and i kind of knew she was going to be the one okay so right I, I i just felt uh i didn't feel like i mean i'm not gonna lie i was nervous yeah because uh, there's always the chance that she might go oh my god you're like a total freak and mm-hmm. end the relationship but uh, uh i figured i had to do that before you know we got married because sure. i probably was i probably wasn't going to give it up so I think I thought she needed to know. And um, so I, I told her, and she was absolutely super cool about it. And you let her know that you like to wear them too, was it? Because I remember one guy like acting like it was like, and I was like, wow, it's so great that you were able to tell someone. And then he just told me like, it was just really just about the fact that he liked to see other people in them. And I'm just like, that's not really something hard, I don't think, to tell somebody that you're really into seeing a girl in pantyhose. I think what's hard and which is something that you had to tell someone, your, you know, your your girl, is that you like to wear them, you know, which is a whole different thing, you know. So it's, uh, you know, like you said, you knew she was the one and you guys were super serious, even though, or you got like super serious fast. So even though this was early on in your relationship, you felt close enough and you trusted her to tell her. And that's great. Yeah. Like you said, it's, it was, it was, I really don't think it's a big deal to tell a girl that, you know, you like, you think no. they're super hot at pantyhose. Yeah, who cares? Because my 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 wore pantyhose uh, yeah, ever since the first time I met her. So I I obviously told her many times that I thought she was great in them. Right, right, so right. The big deal is big deal is telling her that you're weird. <laughs> exactly right. And so you said like I've worn them before and I like wearing them, and she was like just totally fine with it. And like, did you like did you immediately then start like wearing them when you were out with her, or did you start wearing them when you guys were having sex? Like, what happened after you told her? Uh, both. Uh, we. We had a lot of times where we were both wearing them during sex, which I really, really liked. Mm-hmm. And and I did wear them out, you know, when we went out under my jeans and stuff. So, um, yeah, we did. We, it, it both things happened, and um, you know, she was super cool about it. You know, I'll be honest with you. She, you know, she would prob. She didn't. She didn't make a big deal out of it. But you know, if I asked her, you know. 
do you want me to wear them during sex or not? She would prefer I didn't, but she was fine if I did. Right. So she was like satisfying your desire. Like she was like letting you do it because she knew that it was something that you were into, but it didn't necessarily turn her on. No, I don't, and to this day, I don't think it really turns her on at all. I think, you know, I think women view that really as just like an article of clothing. It's, yeah. it's just, it's like men have, men have a few socks, you know. Um, it really is not a turn on for them. I, I guess I've read, you know, accounts of some women who do think it's pantyhose are really sexy, but I think most women, I think most women understand why guys like them on women, but when women are wearing them, I don't think it really does anything for them. No, I find them to be completely irritating, actually, to wear. I don't like the way they feel. And that's why it always blows my mind that men do. Like, I don't like the feeling of them. And then my last guy who I just aired, I had taped his podcast a long time ago, and then I aired it, uh, like, way later than we had taped it, because I had so many pantyhose people on, I have to space them out, you know, and he sent me an email, like right after. I was like, "Oh, like have I changed your mind? Do you like? Are you really into pantyhose now?" And I was like, "No, I fucking hate pantyhose. <laughs> I'm never gonna like them. I don't know. I find them like annoying and tights. I don't like any of that stuff. But so it always is interesting to me that like because I think you're the same way. It's not just a sexual turn on. You also just like the way they feel." on your legs, right? Like you say, because when you're wearing them out on a cold day or whatever, it's not because you want to be horny all day, right? It's also like you just like like the way it feels like comfort-wise, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I love the way they feel on. Uh, you know, like you said, you don't like the tightness and uncomfortable. Um, to me, having them, you know, skin tight, and I just love that feeling. Right, like the district. Like, listen, I mean, I don't think I was ever really wearing tights underneath paint, like jeans. It was always like under a miniskirt or something. And then you have them like riding down in your crotch area. And that's like what's the most irritating. But I guess like you're never doing that. So maybe it's a different thing. You know, maybe I should try to put on some tights underneath. And you were making me think like when you were saying like it's nice when it's cold out, you know, that like, oh, maybe because I live in the city and I'm always out and about like rain, sleet or snow, you know, even if it's negative 20 degrees, I'm out with my baby, you know, because you got to get the fuck out of your house in New York. And so I'm like, maybe I should buy some tights and wear them underneath my jeans. Like, they probably maybe keep me warm. <laughs> I, I don't think know. they definitely would. The other thing, too, is, you know, you're talking about them sliding down and riding down and all that stuff. Um, it, it, it A lot depends on the quality of the pantyhose that you buy. If you buy, you know, the 99-cent stuff in the drugstore, that's probably what you're going to get. I mean, you don't have to spend a ton of money, but if you if you spend five or six bucks on a pair mm-hmm. uh, with with bandex in them, believe me, I've I've gone running in them. I've worked out in them. They do they do not fall down. So you go running in them and working out in them. Like, where do you work out in tights? Or are you doing wearing spandex like just like a guy would wear, like like a girl would wear, like stretchy black spandex pants? Is that uh, what you I'm mean? Wearing- I'm wearing like spandex leggings with pantyhose underneath. Oh, so you wear the pantyhose underneath, so nobody would ever see you. It's, nobody would know. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I just wonder how many guys I walk by on the street or at work, you know, like that are like wearing them underneath because it is such a big sort of fetish. And I think most of the time with the fetish is it's always like not just about seeing somebody in them, but like also about wearing them themselves, you know? Um, Definitely. 
So there must be so, I think that there's so many guys walking around with pantyhose on. Like, you know what I mean? Like maybe you even have friends, like, you know. And now let me ask you this. Do you think your wife's ever told anybody she knows? I doubt it. Um, I doubt it because she's always breaking, she's always breaking my chops, you know, like when I wear them out, you know, she's like, you're going to get caught someday and stuff like that, uh, which I think would kind of really embarrass her more than me but um uh no i don't think she's ever told any of her friends i think she'd be i think she'd be afraid of the reaction yeah well you know what i mean maybe she watches a lot of dateline like i do or like i don't know i just always think it's a lot maybe too much because i so i would think like oh my god i'm wearing pantyhose and i'm gonna like get hit by a car and then the ambulance is gonna come (laughs) and they're gonna take my pants off and see you know what i mean like you don't ever think like it could be that day that you're wearing it that like something happens and you you know you're exposed, you know, what what do you do? But like, whatever. I mean, it's never happened, right? That's probably like the odds of that happening are so slim to none that, I mean, what would you say on an average of like, like how much are you wearing them and how much are you not wearing them like in a month or like in a week? Is it like a weekly thing? Is it daily thing? Or is it like once in a blue moon thing? I probably, I probably wear them at least three or four days a week. Really? Yeah. Do you share them with yeah. your wife? Uh, yes, I do. It's funny because when we go out, it's extremely common for her to ask me if I if she can borrow a pair of my pantyhose. When you're going out, she'll be like, "Oh, do you have a pair of whatever?" Because you do you have more than yeah. she does. <laughs> oh, I have way more than she does. Oh, that's so funny. And so, like, and that first time when you asked her, did she ask a million questions then, or did the questions come later? I mean, like, did she, did you start to, did she, like, ask you, like, when did this happen? Like, all the stuff that I'm asking you, like, or did that come out? No, actually, actually, she was pretty quiet about it, and uh, that amazed me, because over the years, I've said to her a number of times, like, do you have any questions? And Yeah. I'm not... I'm not sure if it's because she really doesn't or maybe she doesn't want to know. <laughs> maybe she's uh, not interested, you know, uh, in how I got it. I mean, I've volunteered a lot of stuff to her, uh, but she's never really inquired and wanted to know, which to me is amazing because if the roles were reversed, I'd be asking her a million questions. Yeah, right. I don't even know you and I'm asking a million questions. This is like a woman who married you, right? And this was before you were married. So you were like her guy that she was really into. Um, So this was like a thing that you'd think she'd want to know. But maybe, I don't know, maybe that's just not her personality. I don't know her. You do, you know. Maybe she's not that type of person that would push the envelope. Or maybe she's someone that would rather not know because maybe she's afraid that, like, something else could sort of, like, you know, she could find out something else. But, like, I mean, she... Yeah. And and I think there was uh, one of the stories I told her, I think, did... I think it might have um, scared her a little bit because, um, you know, we we kind of skipped ahead, but um, yeah, if t- I can go back a little, yeah. you know, when I was like in high school, you know, I was, you know, again, I was still wearing them and, you know, you get to a point where you get kind of tired of wearing them alone. So you want to, you want to try to reach out and I knew I wasn't going to be able to, to find, uh, you know, a girl, most likely. So I'll tell you a funny story. One day, um, I'm reading the sports section of the newspaper, of the local paper, and I see high school wrestling. Mm-hmm. Right? So, 
And there's a picture of two guys in a wrestling match, and what are they wearing? Tights. Oh, yeah, right? of course. Yeah, totally. Because back then, high school wrestlers used to wear an outfit. Uh, I don't know if you know what a singlet is. A wrestling singlet is like, it looks like a, it looks like a combination of like a girl's tank leotard with like bike pants attached, except it's all one piece. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And underneath that, they wore wrestling tights, which were really nothing more than girls' tights, maybe a little bit thicker. So uh, an idea went into my head. Some of some of my male friends, um, you know, we were talking. We're, we were very athletic, and we always were looking to work out. And I said, uh, I brought up, you know, wrestling. And that was really kind of strange because I'm not really an aggressive person and not the type that would be interested in wrestling, but I was because of the outfits. Yeah. And I suggested, you know, I suggested that we, you know, maybe form like a little wrestling club and work out. And to my shock, they were like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And um, so... Then and I worked my angle like, oh well, what are we going to wear? You know, we, and and back then, you know, you're always trying to imitate, you know, people who do things like football players, whatever. You'd want to wear uniforms like they wear and and stuff like that. So I suggested, you know, we have to, you know, wear like wrestling stuff. And uh, they were like, well, where are we going to get that? And so I said, well, you're not going to believe this, but it's very similar to, you know, like a girl's leotard and girls' tights, and it's way cheaper, you know. So, um, I, you're not going to so believe So they bought it? it. <laughs> they bought that. And uh, so we formed a little wrestling club. And uh, so, you know, everybody was kind of raising their sister's drawers and everything. And uh, so I, uh, I, I wound up, you know, we wound up at this little wrestling club where you'd wrestle, like, you know, in my, in my friend's house in private, and, you know, when nobody was home. And uh, it it got kind of hot, really. Um, it was uh, it was uh, a very cool experience. And I told her about that, and she was like, "Uh-oh!" I think she some alarms went off. Like, uh, "What are you trying to tell me?" But it really was it really was pretty innocent. Right. It wasn't like you were getting turned on by the other guys, or did you? Th- was there a little bit of that, or was it just the fact that you were wearing them and being so physical at the same time, or wearing them out it, in front of people? No, it was it was totally it was totally just how I felt in them, and it was just the ability to like have some eye contact you right. know, with another with another person in them. So, you know, you were sliding against each other and, uh, you know, things like that. So it felt so good. Um, and, you know, it, it never went, you know, further than that. Um, but you know what, you know, in the course of wrestling, you know, there's body contact and there's, uh, you know, there's wrestling holds that, you know, are kind of sexual in nature. So, um, I mean, it was definitely a turn on, but it wasn't because of, being with another, it was just because I felt so hot in the outfit. Right, but maybe if she didn't ask a million questions after hearing that story, she might have thought that's where you were going with that. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. with if you yeah, don't no, ask I, those questions afterwards, it sounds like you were t- anybody would assume that it was you were turned on because you were like wrestling with a bunch of guys. Right. No, and I 
so I volunteered information and, you know, made it clear that that's not the case. But, you know, I still think, you know, it was not what she wanted to hear. Right, exactly. She was like, let's not go any further. So maybe, right, maybe it's, a, it's that she doesn't want to know anything. But yet, if she did question you, she's not going to find out anything more than that, right? Like, I don't know what I'm missing here, but you'll you'll tell me other stories, right? But it's not like it it's gone any further than the kind of the stuff that you're telling me. You're not by. You're not wearing other things. You're not really doing this behind her back because she knows about it, right? Uh, you know, no, none of that. Yeah, no, that's that's totally true. The wrestling, um, the wrestling definitely uh, was a turn on though back then, and. Um, I mean, uh, probably uh, the worst thing that happened during the match, and I told her that, is that I came during a couple of matches. And um, she was like, well, I understand why. You're, you know, you're in that outfit, and these guys are rubbing you, and you're rubbing them. So she was very cool about it. And do you think other guys came? <laughs> oh, yeah, they definitely did. I know they did. How did you know? Were you guys let it be known that you were coming? No, it was. It was actually extremely embarrassing, but um, a couple times, um, you know, I mean, a guy would have you, like, I'd be down on my stomach, and a guy was, like, you know, controlling me, and he was on top of me from behind, and a couple times I just, you know, I could feel him shudder, you know, and I just, I knew he was coming. <laughs> oh, my God. And same thing, did that happen with you? Like, they would probably know. That's a little, like, uh, you know, but I think people always make fun of the whole guy high school wrestling thing, and they always say there's something homoerotic about it, right? Because it is oh, men totally. in tights, like, guys, totally groping each other, right? Oh, absolutely. High school wrestling is is, all, is joked about all the time for, you know, being a gay sport. It's And... I, I can see from the outside why people would think that. I mean, it's you're in skin tight outfits. They don't. I mean, they show everything. Um, and I mean, a lot of said, a lot of the holds are are very sexual. You know, they're between the legs. You have, you know, you have a guy on his stomach. You're riding him from behind. Um, it's it's definitely homoerotic. And you came and you said other guys are coming. So put that on top of it. That's something I didn't know. On top of all of that, the fact that people are actually, oh my God, something just popped up on my thing. The fact that all the people like are actually coming and you know that they are when you're on top of them. And then like, that's a little uh, gay, no? <laughs> or not really. I mean, it is what it is. You know, it's just, it's a physical thing that you can't have. It's like if, right? I think it, I think it's, you know, Guys are horny, and if you put them in, I, I don't think you have to be, like, uh, an admitted gay or bi or whatever. I think if you're put in certain situations, uh, I think, you know, that can happen. And being in pantyhose and a leotard and being rubbed and stuff, uh, I don't think you have to be gay. I think, you know, if, I think it's a recipe for losing your load. Yeah, especially when you're young and you're like, you know, really horny, right? Your testosterone is just kicking in, right? Totally. It's not like you're getting laid all the time by girls, right? Because you're super young. So it's just like the wind, yeah, exactly. the wind blows and you come, right? It's like so yep. easy. The littlest stimulation. Yeah, remember those days? 
Yep, I do. Those were like the good old days, right? When you first started coming, that it would just be like so easy and so quick because it was just like, you know, anything could do it, right? Um, So it is a very different time. And like I said, I would much, much have rather be wrestling a girl for sure. Uh, But you're not going to find girls who are interested in doing that. So it was, you know, kind of take what you can get. Yeah, exactly. But you you volunteered the information up to your girl since she, she didn't ask, so she knew what the deal was. So she didn't have to worry yeah. about it. No. And she allows you to have sex with her with her things on she wears. And what else to happen in high school? Because I know that I jumped um, into like where you're at now with your girl and everything. Besides the wrestling, or do you have any other stories? Um, no, wrestling was just amazing. And then you know, after marriage, um, uh, I mean, I, 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 I'll be honest with you, I've always had, like, the wrestling thing never left me. Uh, there's something about being in that outfit wrestling that it, it's still a turn on. And uh, The wrestling? Yeah, it really is. Um, I, I don't know what it is. I, I guess I have a pantyhose, a wrestling in <laughs> no, this is what I think, and I could I could be totally up, but I don't really care. I think that we get wired certain ways depending on like what happens, right? It's like a wiring thing. Like you were super young, right? You were just forming right. your like sexual wires in you, right? Of like what was going to be the thing and what was not, you know, and you probably had a lot of experiences where like, oh, your dick gets rubbed and you're in this situation and it's a turn on, right? So what happens is like you created that sort of thing in your brain, right? Because it was like very powerful. It was at like this pivotal time in your life when you're super young and you're just starting out, you know, figuring out who you are and what was going on with you, like, you know, sexually speaking. So I think it makes sense that that would be something it like imprinted on you and it you created like sort of that link, you know, and it's like there. Makes yeah, sense. I agree. You know, it totally makes I sense. Agree. Do you want, are there like, are like their porn wrestling videos or like, do you still look at stuff like that and like jerk off? to that kind of stuff? Um, I, there's not really many that do anything for me. There's maybe one or two that I found um, that will get me off, but there's very few. There's a lot of, like, uh, most of the wrestling is, like, guys that are nude and they're, like, having out-and-out sex, which really is a major turn-off for me. Right, you want it to I, be exactly no like what that. you did. Like, what you should do to... For, well, no, this would be, like, pedophilia because you could go look at high school. So, so really, right? I mean, like, what would you do? It's more like you'd have to, like, look back at pictures of you in wrestling outfits, right? Or just think about those times because yeah. I'm assuming yeah, someone should make that kind of porn, though, because I bet you, listen, if you were coming and the other guys were coming, right, that means that most guys, like, in these wrestling things, people were, like, there's probably, like, a big group of guys out there, right? A large community of people who would totally be into that porn, but not the gay in the gay aspect of it because you're not gay, right? And probably a lot of the other guys that were coming, right, weren't. You're not necessarily gay. That's not what it was about. Like you said, it was just like your dick was being rubbed a certain way. Like, how could you help it, right? So, you know, if they made some like porn, right, where it was just guys wrestling, but they didn't fuck each other, you know, it was just the rubbing and the whatever, and it was like how it went down in high school. There'd probably be a lot of guys that would be able to jerk off to that, don't you think? Yeah, I do. I mean, that would be something that I would definitely be interested interested in. But uh, like I said, most of the stuff out there is like 
you know, completely nude. And the outfit's everything to me. So, uh, uh, first of all, I'm not, inter- I'm not interested in another nude guy at all. No, you want to see them in the, the real leotard thing. And the other thing is, is you right. can't go look at real high school stuff because that goes into like being illegal, right? And that's probably gross to you too because it's like, you know, maybe you're not gay, but you're probably not like, a, you're definitely not a pedophile, right? So you don't want to be looking at 15-year-old boys wrestling each other. No, so it has to, right, that that right there ruins. So it really, someone should make porn with you know, guys that are older, you know, and of age, legal age, right? Wrestling and mocking up like a sort of a high school wrestling thing, but without like, you know, they don't need to fuck at the end or get naked or anything like that. Cause that would probably like that. Cause it would ruin it for you. It'd probably ruin it for all those other guys that were out there doing the same thing like you that weren't necessarily gay at all, but you know, we're getting, having orgasms and it imprinted in them and they're still horny for those thoughts. Right. And so where do you go with that? Besides all your stories in your head, but if they made some more, I'm giving someone a really good idea. Somebody should make that kind of porn. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> I, I agree. I have a friend actually who's in production, and once in a while, I mean, he used to be so successful in his production, do like huge concerts. Now, sometimes he does porn shoots for some reason. I should tell him to tell the guy that he knows that does porn to to mock those up because I think like like you know you like you said before the internet, you would be doing something and you think you're the only person, but. The chances are the fact that you said that you weren't the only one coming, that the other guys were, and you're just one person. Like, there's got to be so many guys out there that are the same way and would be, you know, would have that same wrestling fantasy because the same thing happened to them. They were wired that way at that age, right? That's what I think. Yeah, I I agree. Right? Yeah, it's so interesting. So you just think of that, like, sometimes when you jerk off? (laughs) Yeah, I do. Right. And let me ask you this as your wife ever like, I mean, does she care like that you put them on and jerk off or like, does she know about that? Or is that something that you keep like hidden from her? I don't know. Cause some girls are like, I think some women don't think that guys jerk off when, even though they're, cause they have that girl, you know, I don't know. But I mean, is she okay with you doing that? Well, I don't tell her. Right. Um, And she doesn't ask. And, uh, you know, my sex drive is higher than hers, so I, I have to assume that she knows I'm doing it, and she's fine with it because, uh, you know, she just doesn't have an equal sex drive to me anymore. Right. She went through menopause, and you're, you haven't, or maybe, right? Yep. She's just a little bit older. She's around your age? Yeah, she's my age. Right. So she's never asked you. You've never sort of given her, like you've never told her that you jerk off, but it's like when you're jerking off, you're doing it privately, right? That's the whole point of jerking off. Right. So it's not like, I don't know. I've never been married. So I always wonder. I mean, I, I have had some girlfriends. I remember when I was younger that like found like porn magazines at their guy's house and they're like, oh my God, why is he jerking off? He has me. It's like, are you kidding me? Like, it doesn't matter. Like a guy will still jerk off. <laughs> you know what I mean, like it doesn't matter yeah. if they have a girl, like they all do. So I got to assume that she no. knows you jerk off, right? I just wondered if she knows you jerk off with pantyhose, but she's not the type to ask questions. If she didn't ask questions about anything else, she'd never ask that question. No, but I think she knows because I know she she knows how into pantyhose I am. I'm sure that she's figured that I just jerk off and then she could care less. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, you've been married for, what, 20-something years at this point, and 
you know, you told her that, I think, and, you know, you told her before you were married. It wasn't like a bait and switch. It wasn't like you married her and then you told her. (laughs) You know, you let her know pretty early on, even though you guys are super serious, and she was fine with it. So I think it's great. And I don't think it's that big of a deal. And what guys don't know about girls, I don't know that guys are so much like this, but women, like, when they meet somebody that they really like, a guy that they really like, you know, they're willing to put up with a lot you know, before they dump that guy's ass, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, cause it's like, sometimes it's like yeah. hard to find that one person. Right. So if you do That's as a woman, you're like, okay, like I'll deal with the pantyhose shit because he's, he's blah, blah, you know, this, this and that. And that's just the way I think women are just, uh, wired to be a little bit more understanding of things than guys. Yeah. Not, not to mention anyway. I mean, I, I just think out there, of all the, Super, super weird and really geek fetishes. There are. There's pantyhose is pretty tame. It's, uh, it's you know, there's some million of things worse than than pantyhose that I can be into, and I think that's how she feels. That's how I feel too. That's what I've always said, and I really recommend to anybody that is into pantyhose that wants to tell their girl that hasn't yet, like what you should do, the way you should position it and be like, oh my God, I have to tell you, I have this fetish and I'm just like so nervous and like really blow it up like it's this crazy thing. And then when you say pantyhose, they're going to be like, oh, that's it? Because they're going to be thinking so many worse things, right? Because most of the fetishes, a lot of them are a lot more hardcore that I think you oh, know, yeah. this is not is not that big of a deal, you know, at all. Um, and I don't see why any woman would really give a shit, you know, I, I think most of them would be okay with it. So I think that if like you're a guy out there listening that into pantyhose and you haven't told your girl, I think uh, they should, right? Because I, I don't think that most women would have a problem. I think the only time a problem comes in, I mean, we have a very good sex life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the only time a problem would occur is if, um, you know, I think, I think women get, would get, angry if, like, you couldn't have sex unless you were wearing pantyhose. Right. And they became, like, that much of, like, uh, you know, a need for you that then it's more about the pantyhose than her. And, uh, you know, if that's the case, then I can see why a woman would not like it. But with me, that's not the case. And there was a guy, though, that I had on where, and his girl found pictures in his phone of him. He was taking pictures of girls out in public in pantyhose. And I think that that's tough, you know, for a woman to swallow because what, you know, she, anybody knows what's going on there, right? He's taking those pictures, right? And he's probably going home and jerking off to them. Now, even though we all know, okay, that guys jerk off. I mean, because I have a lot of guy friends and they tell me this and I'm kind of like, oh my God, how many guys have used me to jerk off to, you know, (laughs) walking down the street. But like (laughs) guys use things that they see, right? Like, I don't know. So maybe you see a girl in pantyhose and you think about her legs when you're jerking off. But like your girl doesn't need to like see that girl's fucking face and know that what day it happened and and it's in your phone, you know? I think that that's a little, that's, that's much, that's a little much. And that's when it's going to create a problem and and stuff you know that's when it gets to be like a slippery zone but if you like you're cool the way you are with your girl you're super open about it you've told her everything she allows you to do it there's no questions that you know what's the big deal i think it's great yeah I, i agree i agree and i think other people should uh you know allow for it too 
um, you know, I mean, to, you know, to be open about it because it, it, I think it's okay. But like, there are people though that do take it to different extremes, you know what I mean? And I have had them, but I think if you're like a, a guy like you or a couple of the other guys that I had on that just like to wear them and you like to see women wear them, I think it's no big deal. You should tell a girl, I think any girl that really likes you is not going to give a shit like for real. Yeah. I was trying to explain to her how strong of a fetish it was because I said, look, uh, I mean, I was up front with you about, you know, wrestling, wrestling guys, and you know that that's, like, out of my comfort zone. So, I mean, the fetish was strong enough to make me want to do that because it was, you know, so sexual in nature. So I said, that should explain to you that I can't just say, okay, I'm, I'm not wearing pantyhose anymore if you're not okay with it. But thankfully, she was okay with it. Right. And did you tell her that in the first conversation? Yeah, pretty much. Because um, uh, I was trying to explain to her that, you know, I, it's not like I just woke up uh, yesterday and said, wow, I want to try out a pair of pantyhose. I mean, it's been going on from a very early age, and uh, it's it's very strong inside, so you can't just turn it off. Right, and you don't want to live like a double life and be hiding it from her. No, I really didn't. Uh, I mean, I... Guys that are married that have to do that, and like, and I've heard you talk on other podcasts, you know, about hiding your stash. And yeah, all yeah, stuff. yeah. <laughs> I never, ever want to do that. Thankfully, I don't. I mean, I have a drawer; it's full of pantyhose. She and knows she, where it and, is, right? She asks you for them. To, you share with her. Yes. I mean, how great to be able to be, you know, like they say, let your freak flag fly. Like, how great that you could just be all of who you are within your relationship. I think it's easy, you know, because it isn't that hardcore of a fetish, right? But like, you know, it, that is the ultimate goal, right? To be able to be you for real with the person because that's real intimacy, right? Just letting somebody know really who you are, you know, and your wife knew who you were before she married you and she allowed for that. And that's what, and I think that that's great. You know, I think it's harder when you get into these other kinds of fetishes but i think it's super important whatever the fetish is uh because most of the time these things are very powerful like they're powerful urges in somebody that you if you're gonna wind up with somebody you know it should be somebody that is accepting of that because to live the double life to to think that you're gonna hide it or maybe it's gonna go away and you're not gonna do it it's not uh i don't think that that's the right way to go about it. I think you have to wait till you find somebody that's cool with whatever it is that you're into, or that's the best way to be, or you live a double life. You, know, you call my podcast and I have great guests on, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree because, uh, it's just not realistic to be happy to have to hide it every day. It's just not. No, but listen, they're like when it's a guy that wants to get fucked in the ass by dominatrix and beaten up. I mean, that's like a harder conversation to have. So we, you know, you could understand why that guy that's into that, might have a hard time telling, you know, the girl that he brings home for Thanksgiving dinner that that's what he's into, you know, every now and then. So, I mean, I get it that it's hard. But I think the point is in this conversation and what people should take out of it is like all the people out there, all the young guys that are listening maybe that are wearing pantyhose and haven't told anybody or older guys that are wearing pantyhose and still haven't, that it's not that, you know, big of a deal and that you can tell your partner or people about it the person that you're closest that most people would be accepting of it and it's not you know and it's okay and you should and it's very freeing you know and and especially with this kind of fetish it's not something that you have to keep under wraps because it is very widespread if you ask me go on i 
I definitely agree. I, I mean, I go to uh, a website, a pantyhose website uh, that's for guys on a daily basis just to read all the uh, different things on there and people, you know, chiming in on different things. And uh, it's <laughs> it's kind of therapeutic, you know, because uh, I see hundreds and hundreds of guys that are just like me, you know. And, and those are the only experience. ones. And those are the ones, those are the only people that are actually going on and logging in with a username and saying things like, imagine all the other people that don't have the energy to do that or know to do that or feel like exactly. doing that. Do you know what I mean? That's it's, just the people exactly. that are taking the time. So there's just, imagine yeah. how many more. You know what I mean? It's it's huge. I'm sure, there, I'm sure there's many, many more. Like you said, yeah. there's others that just can't do what they don't have the time and they don't want to they're not online they don't have a computer whatever you know there's a million reasons why but like you know that's most people are not the type to go on there so imagine how many more i think it's so common i think anybody listening that's wearing pantyhose right now that this is their deep dark secret you have nothing to feel ashamed about it's not that big of a deal and there's so many other men like you guys don't tell each other about it and that's cool i don't think you should i don't think guys need to make it like oh you have to everyone to know about it but i think when you're part partnered up with somebody and you're married with somebody it's it's super great to be open about it so they can like you just share their pantyhose with their girl (laughs) do you know what i'm saying that's the way to be and i think it's very realistic to think that most women will be okay with it with this fetish not other ones i'd have to talk to them about it but like with this kind of a thing i think it's uh, okay and if your girl really likes you she'll be okay with it and should be okay with it because it's not that big of a deal at all you know, so Alex, thanks I, so I much agree. for calling in. Oh, you're very welcome. I enjoyed it. And now, you know, and other people will enjoy it because we know there's a lot of people out there listening. I mean, like I said, I always get the emails from people. So, but anyway, thanks for sharing your story. You're welcome. All right. We'll talk soon. It. All right. Thanks, Alex. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.